0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of The Help.
1: Sorry, I'm late. <gasps> we didn't ever think you'd leave all Miss. It does take four years, Jolene. I got a job today, writing for the Jackson Journal. Great, you can
2: write my obituary. Charlotte Feeling, dead. her daughter, still single.
3: this sisters look at maid
4: I reckon when you finish it, won't. Thank you.
3: She looked like the winning horse at the Kentucky Derby
4: drafted the Home Health Sanitation Initiative. The what? A bill that requires every white home to have a separate bathroom for The Help. Maybe we should just build you a bathroom outside, Haley.
0: All right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for The Help, and the story is as follows. In 1960s Mississippi, Southern society girl Skeeter returns from college with dreams of being a writer. She turns her small town on its ear by choosing to interview the black women who have spent their lives taking care of prominent white families. Only Abilene, the housekeeper of Skeeter's best friend, will talk at first. But as the pair continue the collaboration, more women decide to come forward. And as it turns out, they have quite a lot to say. The film is starring Jessica Chastain, Viola Davis, Bryce Dallas Howard, Allison Janney, Octavia Spencer, Emma Stone, and Sissy Spacek. It is written and directed by Tate Taylor. And here to join me today for this 2011 Patreon throwback podcast review, I have Dan Baer. You is kind.
2: You is beautiful. You is important.
0: I know you are sure as shit not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. Oh, you're, you're too kind. You're too kind. Isaiah Washington also joining us. Hello. And over from the Patreon... We have, as two guests here on the show, first time, first up, Jenna Lappin.
3: Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me.
0: And also, for the first time, Lauren Williams. Hello. Glad to be here. Glad to have both of you. Very, very excited to have fresh voices here on the show to talk about this film. It is a movie that has undergone Quite the reappraisal, I would say, in the last couple of years since its release. At the time, though, big box office hit. Critically well-reviewed. Awards winner. Awards nominee for Best Picture. We'll get into the awards aspect of this later on. But based on a book uh, by the same name, by Catherine Stockett, uh, the movie was, you know, your typical... Crowd Pleaser wasn't even released during award season. It was an August release. So it, was, it wasn't even like a film festival title or anything like that. It was merely a commercial play that definitely did exactly what it was supposed to do in capturing everyone's attention uh, during the time of its initial release. And it had gone on to be pretty beloved in the years after that. I, I would say probably around, I don't know, would you guys say around the time of Green Book? Maybe that's when the help started to get more critically analyzed and scrutinized by people? Yeah. Either way, we, we could talk about this in a little bit more detail. Yeah. I would like to know what you all thought then, what you thought now, was this your first time? Tell us what you thought about The Help. Starting first off with one of our guests here, Jana. we could start off with you.
3: Yeah. Um. So The Help is actually uh, personally a special film to me because it is one of the first films that got me hooked on the Oscars race and watching more prestige films. Um, So it's kind of a entry way uh, for me and my film watching hobby. Uh, I read the book in high school. And then when the movie came out, I just could not believe that a movie could have such great acting performances that were so powerful. And, you know, I definitely think that those performances are some of the best of the year. Um, And it's been great to follow all of those actresses you know, more than a decade later to see what they've done. Um, And I do watch it like every few years uh, just because it's kind of a comfort movie in that way to me uh, because of the good memories that it's given me. But I do know that in the last few years with the discourse around it, um, that it has come out that, you know, there are aspects of this film that aren't as probably explored as well as they should have been. Um, And I recently read Viola Davis's memoir and she discusses a lot about her feelings towards being in the film and the legacy that it's had and how she wishes that uh, the maids in their point of view were explored more than what they were in the film. And then at the end of the day, I do wish, you know, there were more black creators and collaborators in this film. It would have been really interesting to see how this film would have been directed and adapted from a black woman's point of view. Um, but all that said, I can't deny that for 2011, a film with a full female and half POC cast was a pretty big deal for me, um, just because it was really something that I'd never seen before. So I'm excited to discuss further uh, kind of about the legacy that it's had since then.
0: Sure. Okay. Let's hear next now from our other guest here, Lauren.
4: Yeah, so um, I would have been 2011 right out of college. And I remember sort of this film being a big deal. Um, I think I waited to see it, to rent it. I don't think I saw it in theaters. But yeah, it was a very good film. Um, and at the time, you know, these actresses had been seen before. Um, but they weren't big names. I think was my first time seeing Jessica Chastain, um, probably Bryce Dallas Howard, um, and then these two lead roles for Viola Davis and Octavia, Octavia Spencer, of course, which led to, you know, bigger roles for them, especially uh, Davis, as she would land um, How to Get Away with Murder. So it was a big deal. Um, I remember enjoying it. it. And it's still a very uh, well-acted film, but... Um, Everyone does their part. Uh, it's emotional when it needs to be. It's hilarious when it needs to be. Um, but yes, the recent uh, sort of retrospective on it now, there clearly was some lapse in uh, portraying the made characters and having their perspective fully fleshed out that uh, could probably help it if it was like made today. It would look different, I think. Um, but for that time period, it was a solid solid great film so yeah
0: okay isaiah washington how about you what did you think of the help
1: i remember when the help was big when it was coming out even though yes and you're gonna hear this a lot whenever i do retrospectives of this year i was on the younger side of course but i just had a fascination with any type of film even if it was hard for me to watch because of my age and even my mom she wanted to buy the book and read the book and get ready for the film of course but i didn't see this movie from start to finish really until 2017 and at the time when i was in high school and i saw it i loved it of course i thought it was one of one of the best films from 2011 because at the time from the movies that i've seen from 2011 2011 was just really not that great of a year and even this day i think it's the weakest year of the 2010s in terms of films. When I rewatched it last night, I think that there was some aspects that really did held up for me a little bit. Uh, actually, a lot. Uh, first of all, we already talked about this so far. The acting ensemble, not only is this one of the greatest female-led acting ensembles I've ever seen, but it's also probably one of my favorite ensembles of all times. I'm not playing when I say that. Uh, specifically... Uh, Octavia Spencer and Jessica Chastain are huge, major standouts uh, in their chemistry and everything that they have together on screen. Even Octavia Spencer on her own, who's really the MVP for this film for me. I think that the characters are fun and interesting. There are some characters that you love. There are some characters that you love to hate. And I think every actor and actress is doing their part. And there are even some smaller aspects about the film that I enjoy, like the costume design or some of the musical choices. But and I hate to sound like a broken record, but this is just true from, of course, what was previously said. The point of view of what this story was being told by really kind of did affect me in some points, even to expand. There were some subplots that I kind of just questioned, do we really need this here And can we just focus a little bit more on the black ladies and their point of views and their perspectives? And even to the point where I even question, I'm watching this film like, okay, who's the main character? Is it Miss Clark or is it Skeeter, which is really concerning me right now? But overall, I'd be lying to you if I told you that I did not have a good time with this film and that I did not enjoy it. And I'm excited to talk more about it. The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.
2: Uh, This movie is, it's just so delightful to watch. I think that this is a case of like B or even C level material that is being filled with almost entire movies worth of a list performers who absolutely refuse to talk down to the material even when the material does nothing but talk down to its audience and because of that it has some magic to it that keeps it all feeling very honest even though it's Incredibly, like, bald facedly manipulative in its storytelling and filmmaking choices. But those performances really sell it. And they sell the story, which is a very feel good triumph of the human will, good over evil story. And it's very hard to complain about this movie, I find. Because it is it is such a delight. The cast are so fun. And its heart is clearly in the right place. But, like, uh, it's all so very, very easy. And it retains that kind of golden hue and candy, almost candy-colored tint design aesthetic, even when it is talking about some pretty um, dark and evil things and not in a way that seems to be making a point about that. So this is one of those films that I enjoy a whole lot while not necessarily thinking that it's very good. And I don't even have a problem with its Best Picture nomination, given how much it was in the cultural zeitgeist at the time. But Is it a good
0: movie? Not so much. Yeah, it's very interesting, right? Because on one hand, I agree with what you're saying in that the cast, which is, let's face it, 50% of a film's uh, responsibility of getting something right is your casting. The casting is phenomenal here. And they really do elevate the material and create that enjoyable atmosphere that you're speaking about there, Dan. And I can totally understand why this movie was extremely popular, both for reasons that are readily apparent and for reasons that maybe aren't so apparent until people actually point them out to you. And then it all starts to kind of click and fall into place as to why this movie was embraced the way it was embraced, why it made so much money, and then why it went on to have an award season run, where other films that, to Isaiah's point, that do focus more heavily on its black characters struggle at the box office, do not get award season success, and a lot of times have very unfair criticisms thrown at them. Now, with that said, I too have a very complicated relationship with this movie uh, only because of the fact that at the time of its release, I didn't really care for it and I didn't understand why at the time I didn't really care for it. But as I've gotten older and I've seen more movies and I've grown to better understand just what my taste in film ultimately is the one thing i just have come back to time and time again is that this movie does not challenge me in any way shape or form and that's something that for me it's perfectly digestible like a slice of pie (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) just not that particular pie Perhaps. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. For some people, it might be.
4: <laughs>
0: all I'm saying is I watch the film. It's lovely at times. It's funny at times. It can be dramatic at times. I attribute all that to the cast. The screenplay is also not what I would call inherently awful. I don't think it's particularly awful offensive um i think it was uh actually i don't know if it was dan or isaiah a second ago but one of you said that it has its heart in the right place and i do believe that i do believe the heart is in the right place yeah Mm -hmm. that was me right just like how green book had its heart in the right place but there are movies about race that are made for white people and movies about race that are made for non-white people And this is definitely the former rather than the latter. And I think that it's perfectly okay to both enjoy this movie and have criticisms about its depiction of race issues. And then also, too, it's okay to engage in these conversations. I think so many people get uncomfortable when this stuff gets brought up. Because people feel like they're having a finger pointed at them and they're being accused of being racist for enjoying this movie, which is not what's happening here. That can get easily lost, I think, on social media. But at least in this form, here, right now, us talking about this, we do have the opportunity to talk about it more openly and freely and express how we feel about it with no judgment whatsoever. So... In that regard, I'm excited to you know dive a little bit deeper here and then also highlight some aspects that I, t- too, also like as well. So why don't we start off with something that I know is a positive for all of us, first and foremost, and that is the cast. Who is a standout for us? Who do we feel uh, maybe is, I don't want to say the weak link, but is there someone that you feel could have been given more screen time or their character wasn't fleshed out as much? Uh, But also, too, who do you think is an inspired piece of casting? Anything about the cast? Um, I will toss it over first to uh, back to Jenna. Jenna, any thoughts on the casting of this film?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the casting of this film is phenomenal. Um, I think everyone is giving 110% um, to every aspect of the film. Um, I definitely think Jessica Chastain and Octavia Spencer Um, are probably the standouts um, as well as Viola Davis too but um, I just especially Jessica Chastain you know when you see her in other roles especially like Zero Dark Thirty and you know the eyes of Tammy Faye you're like is that even the same person Um, but I think that Octavia Spencer and her chemistry too is what really makes both of their performances really really stand out to me
0: hey everyone sorry to interrupt but this is a preview of our 2011 review for the help here on the next best picture podcast if you want to hear the rest of this over hour and a half long review you will have to head on over to next best pictures patreon where for one dollar minimum a month you will get the rest of this review and other exclusive podcast content from us as well You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time.